Welcome to the Factal Forecast, a look at the week's biggest stories and what they mean from the editors at Factal. I'm Jimmy Lovis. Today is August 5th, and in this week's forecast, we'll look at the Tokyo Olympics closing ceremony, an expansion of France's coronavirus health pass, Canada opening its border to vaccinated Americans, Zambia's general election, and an update on the coronavirus Delta variant. You can read about all these stories and more in our weekly newsletter, which you can find a link to in the show notes. The 2020 Tokyo Summer Olympics are coming to a close on Sunday, after a year of pandemic-related controversy and delay. The Olympics began late last month despite public pressure to cancel, and just as Tokyo entered its fourth state of emergency over rising coronavirus cases. And that rising cases continued unabated, breaking records not only in Tokyo, but also across Japan. So far, nearly 300 people involved with the Games have tested positive for the virus since the beginning of July. Now, Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga has claimed no link between the surge in coronavirus cases and the Olympics. The Japan Medical Association, on the other hand, has called for a nationwide state of emergency to contain the continued spread of the coronavirus. Starting Monday, anyone visiting restaurants and bars in France will have to show a health pass. That's basically a document that shows one of three things. Proof you're completely vaccinated against coronavirus, or that you've had a negative COVID test from the previous 48 hours, or proof that you've recently recovered from COVID-19. Now, showing a coronavirus pass is already required when visiting cultural venues with crowds of more than 50 people. But on July 25th, France's parliament voted to expand the requirement to all bars, restaurants, and some forms of transport. That decision prompted widespread demonstrations across the country by protesters affiliated with the Yellow Vests group. The legislation also mandates vaccination for healthcare workers and a self-isolation period of 10 days for anyone who tests positive for the virus. Now, the legislation to extend the health pass has already been approved by the parliament, but it can't come into force until it is approved Thursday by France's Constitutional Council. And further protests are likely as opposition to the pass remains high. President Emmanuel Macron said demonstrators are free to express themselves in a calm and respectful manner, but he also warned that protesting would not make the virus disappear. Also on Monday, Canada plans to reopen its borders with the United States to Americans who've been fully vaccinated for at least two weeks prior. The move comes after a 17th-month closure due to the coronavirus. Now, the government says the reopening is thanks to the rising vaccination rates and the declining coronavirus cases in Canada. But travelers will still be required to provide a negative molecular coronavirus test before entering the country. Officials say this preliminary step allows the government to fully operationalize adjusted border measures ahead of the full reopening next month. That's by September, Canada plans to lift border restrictions to any fully vaccinated travelers. Required pre-entry and post-entry testing is expected to continue to some degree, though, as a way to monitor variants of concern and vaccine effectiveness. The three-night government-authorized hotel stay requirement will also be scrapped for all travelers on Monday but travelers must still provide a quarantine plan and be prepared to quarantine in case border officials find they don't meet the necessary requirements. On Thursday, Zambians will vote to elect the country's next president and members of its National Assembly. The election comes in the wake of unrest in the capital city of Lusaka. Unrest that's left at least two people dead in clashes between supporters of the ruling Patriotic Front and the main opposition, United Party for National Development. President Edgar Lungu, who's facing a close race with opposition leader Hokkaido Hichilema, 
recently ordered the deployment of the military to quell electoral violence. Meanwhile, there are also questions about how the election will be run, considering the country's election commission scrapped the voter register and gave itself less than six weeks to replace it, a process that some claim is being used to skew the vote in favor of President Lungu. Now, the Council on Foreign Relations said the election is shaping up to look like a case study in ongoing democratic decline. Worse yet, Amnesty International warned that years of intensifying repression has pushed Zambia to the brink of a human rights crisis ahead of the election. Regardless of the vote's outcome, however, we could see additional unrest. Lugu himself has said it's possible the losing party will fail to accept the results in Zambia's election. Our last item for this forecast is an update on the Delta variant of the coronavirus. For more on that, we have Factual Editor Joe Vieira. Hey, Joe. Hey, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. Uh, I wish I had better news to share this week. I do, too. So it's, uh, this Delta variant, it uh, seems to be pretty concerning. What's the latest for us? The big thing to focus on in the days and weeks ahead is how governments get more people vaccinated. And you've seen, especially in the U.S., them trying just about everything, uh, concert tickets, $100. And now we're seeing uh, governments in Europe take a different tact, which is to require vaccination to enter indoor public places, to go dining in places like France and Italy. And surprisingly, somewhat surprisingly, that's worked out pretty well. And both countries have seen a substantial boost in vaccination demand since those health passes, as they're called, have been in place. How about here in the U.S.? Are are we going to see more restrictions? Well, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, talking to ABC last week, said it was unlikely that we would see any lockdown measures akin to what we saw last year. But we are starting to see places take steps similar to what's going on in France and Italy. On Tuesday, uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announced his city would require proof of vaccination for things like indoor dining and gyms and performance venues. That includes Broadway. And while other places across the U.S. haven't taken that kind of step yet, we're seeing more places reinstitute the mask requirements for indoor public spaces that had widely been dropped in previous weeks. Um, Beyond that, California is among the states that has added a vaccination requirement or frequent testing for state workers. And we're also starting to see more and more health systems, Kaiser Permanente among them, roll out vaccine mandates in recent days. And I'm sure by now we've all seen the CDC presentation that says the Delta variant is about as transmissible as chickenpox. But is that actually leading to an increase of cases? Well, if you take a look at the virus situation in different places around the world, uh, record case figures in Tokyo, new one-day highs in the death total in Russia, hospitalizations at their peak in parts of the U.S., and that includes um, Louisiana, I believe, the concerns are growing about this latest virus wave. Well, if lockdowns aren't on the table, what uh, what should we be watching for? Well, when you see these kind of vaccine mandates and these restrictions for people that are unvaccinated go into effect, we're noticing that other people aren't taking too kindly to those kind of restrictions. Um, we saw thousands of people protesting in Sydney late last month as part of that country's struggle to control outbreaks. The greater Sydney area has been under um, quarantine measures for about a month, and it looks like those won't go away until the end of August, assuming they hit vaccination goals that they'd like to hit. 
And the longer this goes on, the more weary people seem to get and the more likely we are going to see some sort of pushback in those regards. I guess we'll just have to wait and see how much worse this Delta variant makes things as events unfold here over the next couple of weeks. Thanks for the update, Joe. Appreciate the information. As always. Take care. Today's episode was produced with work from Fractal Editors Vivian Wang, Sophie Perrier, Jess Fino, and me, Jimmy Lovis. Our interview featured editor Joe Vieira, and our music comes courtesy of Andrew Gosby. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Fractal Forecast. We publish our forward-looking podcast each Thursday to help you get a jump start on the week ahead. You can, of course, subscribe for free, and if you have feedback, suggestions, or events we've missed, drop us a note by emailing hello at factal.com. Thank you.